Alexander. Shabbat for three. Bingo! Butler will get it for the win. Butler will get it for the win. Butler will get it for the win. He is hard to believe. Here's Jordan. What's going on, guys? Welcome to Dime Dropper, episode 59 of our 24-minute recaps. Before we get started, please make sure to subscribe on all platforms at YouTube at Time Dropper Podcast. Make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Leave a review if you'd like. Follow us on Spotify. And then, of course, to follow us on all social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at Dime Dropper Pod. So for tonight's episode, a much shorter live only the Clippers and Mavs tonight. I didn't get to see the Wizards game or Celtics. I'll bring that to you in the next recap. And that will probably be the last of the non-Tier 1 Dime Dropper teams besides the Celtics, Lakers, and Clippers that I will be talking about for a little bit. Uh, maybe just briefly. I won't actually be watching their full games as much. Maybe just tuning in, extended highlights, just trying to figure out why they're winning or losing because I'm going to see if I can try to do some more March Madness stuff. You know, I think people are going to be watching the tournament. I think it's going to be exciting. So maybe I'll do a little more March Madness stuff going forward for these next couple of weeks. But, of course, Clipper and Laker games will not change. We will still be live for those. So let's get to the game tonight. We played our second in a row against the Mavs in Dallas. No Ibaka, no Bev again tonight. And I thought we started out pretty well. Thought our intensity was good. A lot of Paul George guarding Luca to start the game. Luca looked good, very good. He was start. You know, he was in. He showed me a lot more tonight than I'd seen in the past. I was, you know, and is the NBA getting better and better? If you haven't seen that, please go check it out. But he, you know, I called out Luca for you know last season when we played him. His mid range, we were very comfortable with him taking it tonight. And I don't know if this is just something that he's worked on this season. I think he has. He, you know, going left, you know, it's much easier for right-handed players to go left sometimes when they want to pull up because your body, your shoulders are already squared to the basket. Whereas when you're going right, that's why Chris Paul kind of turns his body in midair as he shoots when he's coming to the right elbow. And it's all about squaring your shoulders to the basket. And when you're going left, it's just naturally squared already for right-handed players. So Lucas found that nice step back coming off screens going left. And he, he really hit it. And Paul George had contested it well tonight at times. I thought Reggie Jackson even contested it well at times. But the problem is we've seen the story of Reggie Jackson switching on to Luka. That was our only defensive thing I really had a real problem with tonight. That and the fact that Kawhi didn't guard Luka enough, in my opinion, which we saw the, the other game. I thought Kawhi guarded Luka a little more the other night. And I don't think Paul George played bad defense. I thought a lot of the shots that Luka was hitting, those step-back threes he's become famous for hitting, step-back jumpers. I mean, the dude even hit a turnaround in the post, and that's not something I've seen from him much at all. Ever, I think, honestly. Not skill in the post, usually just bully ball. And that, if Luka can do that, you know, I think sometimes these guys, these stars make it a little too complicated for themselves. Just pick and roll at the top every single time. It's a little more predictable. And obviously tonight he had it going for him, but it's not going to be like that every time. Um, but anyway, I thought we did well in the first. I thought Zubats was really good. I thought it was another great game of starter Zoo. You know, he played good defense, contained in the paint. There was one possession where he got a block, and then he got out and dunked it nicely with authority. He had a couple nice dunks tonight. I thought Kawhi had some good passes in the first quarter, and just overall did a good job setting up his guys. And Paul George was getting to the basket. I liked how aggressive he was. Clippers were up by five after one. But the second quarter... A lot of Josh Richardson and Tim Hardaway Jr. And Tim Hardaway Jr. and Josh Richardson, I thought were hitting a variety of shots. You know, Tim Hardaway Jr. contested three. He was getting to the rim. And he plays very well against us, man. 
He plays very well against us. And I thought that some of it was just, I don't know, like not terrible defense, just Tim Hardaway Jr. getting to the rim or getting behind us. And um, besides that, I thought what's-his-name was good. Um, Josh Richardson. I thought he ended the second quarter really strongly. And, you know, I thought our defense wasn't that bad. I just thought we weren't really hitting, especially our bench guys, Lou, Morris, Reggie. I thought Kawhi spent in the first half a little too much time not being that aggressive. But, you know, we go to the second half, and I expected a little bit more defensively. But, man, we could not score in that third quarter. You got to give both teams credit. I thought the defense was pretty good. But, you know, one thing I will say, and this is when we talk about with Luka's heliocentric offense style, is that Porzingis showed tonight, one of my biggest criticisms of him, as I said, and is the NBA getting better and better, is his reluctance to post smaller guys up. And tonight, he actually posted some smaller guys up, whether it was Reggie, whether it was Lou. And I think he could have gone to it even more. He went the whole, from, I think it was, he scored, he hadn't scored a field goal from the first quarter all the way to later in the third quarter. So he should take advantage of his size a lot more. And I thought that we were struggling with it. I really thought we were struggling with it because we have to, you know, do something on Luka. You got to throw two guys at Luka on the screens uh, when it's set. So that sometimes leaves Porzingis with other mismatches or four-on-three situations and various things. And I thought that our third quarter offense, you know, Kawhi, he was okay in the third. Again, the refs were not giving us certain calls. Paul George especially till later in the game. Very late in the game when it was almost too late. And especially, you know, just Morris Sr. A lot of open threes missed. Let's take a look, let's take a look at his stats tonight. 5 of 14 and 1 of 9 from 3. I think our lack of hitting the 3 ball was what cost us tonight because the Mavs hit them. We were 9 of 32 from the 3. That's only 28%. And the Mavs were 15 of 34, 44%. Luka setting that tone, 6 of 11 from deep. Tim Hardaway Jr., 3 of 7. But Maxi Kleba, somebody who we were very comfortable with, letting him shoot open threes in the glorified summer league. Um, He was 2 of 5 from 3. I thought Jalen Brunson, he wasn't great tonight in his 16 minutes. He turned the ball over a lot. But see, that's the thing. I've seen him play this season as well. And he, he is pretty good in the pick and roll. I guess this was just not a good game for him. But again, also comes down to Luka. Like, here's the thing. I did focus on Luka, and he was fantastic tonight. But his off-the-ball game is like, he doesn't do anything. Like, he just watches the game. And, you know, it just makes Jalen Brunson needs to do a little better in pick and roll situations. But he, you know, maybe it's a rhythm thing too. I don't know. I don't watch the Mavs like that. But regardless, you know, our guys, our, our guys just didn't get those open threes to go. And then, you know, he's, Kawhi was getting, you know, couldn't... I, he got by two people today, I think. Or maybe it was just one person he took off the bounce and he got fouled. And that's good. You want to see Kawhi getting uh, getting by people off the bounce, which I've been, you know, saying that he can't really do as much. And there were times where he tried and Porzingis blocked him on the switch. And in the fourth quarter, though, he played great, though. I got to give it to Kawhi. He played great in the fourth. Paul George played pretty well. In the beginning, he missed his first two shots, but then he started hitting threes at the end. I really just think Luka was just fantastic. I mean, whether it was threes, whether it was coming off screens, maybe we should have gone to trapping him on screens earlier, but the other guys just seem to be making the threes tonight. And when the other guys are just making the threes, there's not much you can do about him. Our players got outplayed by Luka tonight, 
And, you know, if you want to get mad at Kawhi and Paul George for not playing better than Luka, that's fine. But a lot of those shots Luka was hitting were very tough and shots you're going to live with. I mean, they are what? Two of the record is right now, Dallas. 21 and 18, so they're starting to find a little stride. But, hey, I mean, at the end of the day, when we got Ibaka out, when we got Patrick Beverly out, we need more from our bench, from our role players. Nicholas Batum did not get many open threes tonight. I don't really blame him at all. I thought he actually contested Luka pretty well on some shots. But, man, Luka, he was in some tough ones. And then, you know, he got Paul George pretty good. Here's the thing about Paul George, though. He plays defense. And anybody that's actually hooped before knows that if you're not getting crossed or not able to get crossed at any moment, you're not playing real defense. You're just standing straight up. You're letting guys go by you or playing with your hands. Paul George, you got you got crossed. He's playing real defense. And Luka got the better of him. That's what happens in basketball. Great players do great things. I just think that our role players need to be better. I think that Lou Williams, by the way, I'm just done with it. I, I get nervous when he gets the ball. And when he doesn't hit shots, it's it's just an eyesore to watch. And Reggie Jackson is the same. You know, Reggie Jackson's been great this season, but it, tonight he didn't offer anything on either end of the court. You know, he's getting bullied in the post. You know, he wasn't hitting his shots. He was stopping the ball. Lou Williams, I'm just done with it. And here's my one criticism of Ty. Lou Kennard, are we just going to let him rot on the bench? He's been really solid this season. He offers us another ball handler. He's a 40, what is he shooting? 44% from three this year. I mean, come on now. That's my one thing. I mean, we only scored 89 points. You got to give credit to the Mavs defense, but let's read the lines. I just think that the Mavs are just a better team than us tonight all around from the starter, from, from the star to their bench player, uh, bench players and role players. Kawhi, 20 points, 9 of 21 from the field, 7 rebounds, 7 assists. My only gripe with Kawhi is not guarding Luka enough. And my other thing with Kawhi as well is I said this in the in the rant video, the original rant, rant video, that when Kawhi doesn't get going to start games, it seems like he has a harder time getting going later in the games. Like he got going in the fourth, but he just wasn't in the same rhythm that Luka was in because Luka was aggressive in the beginning. And I don't know. And that's the thing. You need, I mean, the players that are able to just kind of turn it on at the end of games, even when they're not getting too many shots, that's a little difficult. And tonight, I mean, honestly, Kawhi seemed to do it. I just think that the third quarter, he was kind of rust. I don't know if I have this third quarter stats, but it just seemed like that quarter, he was kind of cold. Also, he can't be one of four from the foul line. That's ridiculous. Are you serious, Kawhi? 25% from the foul line? It's not good enough, but Paul George... 10 of 20, 28 points, very good, 7 rebounds, 5 assists, I thought he was great, I just think he needs to be more assertive, honestly, on a night like tonight, I think that they were a little too nice to the role players, like giving the ball to Lou, Reggie too much, there was one time where Kawhi clapped at Reggie when he had the ball, and I like that, Reggie Jackson though, 5 points, 2 of 8 from the field, and 0 of 3 from 3, Zubats was the only other player I thought played well, 14 points, 7 rebounds, 7 and 9 from the field, but yeah, senior, 11 points, 5 of 14, 1 of 9 from 3. Batum, only 3 points, but he was only 1 of 3. And then Lou Williams, 2 of 10. So just not good enough at all. He had like 1 or 2 solid defensive possessions, Lou. Just not good enough overall. Maxi Kleber, though, 12 points, 6 rebounds, 4 of 8. Played some solid defense as well. Tim Hardaway Jr., 17, I'm sorry, 15 points on 6 of 12 from the field and 3 of 7 from 3. So that's what you want to see from him if you're a Mavs fan. Porzingis still only had 11 and 13, even though he played very well. I think, Jesus, I don't know. Maybe he needs to just, he needs to just be a little stronger. He just needs to be a little stronger. And let's see, what else? 
Josh Richardson, 14 points, 5 and 9. But that's it. By the way, I wanted to say something too about the advertising of of the games. And, you know, I've always I, – I said it in the NBA getting better about the player-centric advertising. But, yeah, it's it's gotten so ridiculous to the point where, like, I saw an ad for the game and it doesn't even say – it said Clippers and Mavericks in the small letters and Kawhi times Luka in the big letters. Like, we got other stars, man. We got other stars. But – it's like, I just hate it. It's too much. It's too much player-centric. It's like, no wonder we have all these fanboys today because <laughs> they just shove the players in our face. Like, the, the, the name on the, you know, the, the individual is bigger than the team. And it makes a lot of people prioritize the stats and all that stuff and the individual stuff. And, you know, makes it, makes it that player-centric color. I'm sorry, that player-centric culture where they just are apologists for players. And it's it's just too much, and it's it's it's. I know they've always done it since Magic and Bird and all that, but no, that was Lakers and Celtics. And plus, it made sense back then. Like sometimes they'll advertise something like a great point guard matchup, or it was Kobe and LeBron, or something big like that. Magic and Larry's a Lakers Celtic rivalry. Luca times Kawhi. I mean, it doesn't really it doesn't really mean anything. It doesn't. Butler times Tatum. Like these don't mean anything. It's just. It's so player-centric. They're just shoving the stars in our face. The team concept is just further thrown aside. And the players that are the Lucas, the Giannis, um, the Clippers, the LeBrons, the Zion are on TV so much more than ever before. It's not as balanced out as before. And we don't see teams like the Charlotte Hornets or um, what's another interesting team we have that we don't seem to see enough of. Uh, even the Hawks, you know, teams like that. Uh, who else? Even the Knicks, for example. It's just a lot of Nets, Mavs, Bucks, Pelicans, Lakers, and Clippers. And it's a lot. It's a lot. And it's too much star-centric for my liking. And it's making fans become more fanboys than ever before. But anyway, that's it for me tonight, guys. Um, I'm sorry about the, yeah, I'm sorry about the lag for the people in the live stream. We're gonna go to it right now. Peace out. Let me know what you think. Later.